Hello and welcome. My name is Desiree Shaw. I'm a psychotherapist and I vlog and I podcast. I'm on a mission to make therapy accessible and change the world one thought at a time. I practice at the Priory and privately. And welcome to my series on breakup, the breakup diaries. And today I'm going to be talking about healing during a breakup so not after the breakup actually during a breakup so if you listen to my podcast before this one about breakups I do detail all of the like the base the basis of all of the um the points of a breakup now I'm going to start getting into um specific areas and this is all about you know the beginning of the healing it seems weird to think about healing when you're breaking up because who thinks about healing when they're breaking up? So there's no there's no step by step easy guide, well, easy easy twelve step guide to breakups. You might find it online, but honestly, I I watched a few and I thought, gosh, this is so not going to help anybody. It's going to help you do all the wrong things. You know, they say things like the easiest way to get over somebody is to get under somebody. Don't do that. Um, start doing something exercise or preoccupy your time don't you've got to face the hurt basically because it, it's it's very simple it's not easy there is no easy way to break up you know and the sooner you understand that the better life isn't easy it's not about it being easy it is going to be tough sometimes you've got to get through those tough points the important factor is going through getting through actually getting through to the other the other side not so much going for it, but getting through to the other side. Not coming out. Because this is where you, 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 you create more... You become more developed, more aware. And oozing your own self-acceptance. That's about getting through. Yeah? So, doing the journey. You know? Because if you don't, you just will find that it's going to be very difficult. So focus on how you are going through it as opposed to getting through it. Because a breakup will be painful. You will feel negative. It will, you'll have negative emotion and it will hurt. Trying to get over it will only hinder you. And instead, aim to get through we place a lot of our worth on our relationships, don't we? You know, we look at our partner and we think that they represent us. And because of this, we often feel worthless when, we, when we're when we going through a breakup. Because it's, it's as though it, it has said something about who we are. And that's the problem, isn't it? Remember, we are seeking acceptance and approval and not to be rejected. Breaking up exposes us to all of that <laughs> exposes us to being rejected and not feeling accepted and definitely not being approved of. You feel like you've been disapproved. So what do you do when you feel that way? Your defences go up, you know? How dare you want to break up with me? You want to hurt the other person because you feel really crap yourself, okay? So the first step, I know I said I'm not going to give you an easy, I said I'm not going to give you an easy step-by-step guide. This is not easy, okay? So I will start by saying this. What is easy in the short term is harder in the long term, trust me. What is harder in the short term is easier in the long term. What takes time for you to create and cultivate now will support you in the long term. 
Okay, so short term easiness is not an option. It is like it's like it's 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 like your arm is falling off, you know, and there's blood gushing everywhere and you get like a really small plaster and you stick it over it and it barely covers it. It's not going to help you. So the first step is to let all that hurt out. Pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. It will hurt. It really, really will hurt. To let someone go will hurt. It really does. But you you will only suffer if you bottle it up and you try to ignore it. You have to go through it. Otherwise, you're causing your own pain. So here are some ways to, to, to support the process and bring about healing. So this is about bringing about the healing. All right, really important that this is the this is the tough bit because when the breakup has just happened and we've at home and you might turn off all the lights, you might sit in the dark and you might cry, you might talk to friends, you might start drinking, you might start smoking, you might try and go out, you might feel really really bad, you might overeat, you might not eat, you might not clean up, all of this stuff that kind of really gets you really deep, doesn't it? So you got to get through to the other side and recognize what's happening for you. Okay, so the first step to doing this is getting the emotions out. Okay, write it out to get it out. You got to write it down. You got to journal. Free yourself from the internal chatter, the constant lingering of thoughts, the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. So writing it out. People think, why would I journal? Why would I? want to do that because you've got this constant chatter going on in your head that you're not really sharing or you are sharing maybe you know this constant stuff going through your head that you want to get out so this will probably be the most uncomfortable part of facing the breakup you know I, I honestly I say to my clients when they come to see me this is not going to be an easy journey it's really tough to face yourself it's really tough to deal with the things that hurt you it's really tough to own it how you actually feel it's really not easy it's not easy once you learn how honestly life does flourish after that you're more able to do things you feel stronger you feel you feel more compassionate towards yourself you you love yourself more but you're more compassionate mainly so this is going to be the most uncomfortable part dealing with how you really feel about it by writing it out you you get to you you get to clarify you get clarification you you because you get to notice what it is that you're feeling because you let it out it's an outlet often often (laughs) we um we lean on our we lean on our friends and family when we don't know how to deal and I laugh because this is something I did I remember doing this myself and we lean on our friends and family which is great they're there they are there to listen. However, when we're leaning on them and we're talking to them, you know, and then we end up really chewing their ears off and they can't take it anymore. They they, they really can't take it anymore. And then they want to avoid us. <laughs> you know, you might become that person and people are like, oh my God, she's coming. Oh my God, he's coming. He's going to talk about her ex again. Quick, go. Turn something on. Turn the TV on. Dance, run. Jump out the window. People want to get away from you. You know, because we become quite self-centered on how on our own needs to release without releasing them. We 
we then have a demand that we place on others that you must listen to me. And then we don't realise we're perpetuating our very own suffering. Pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. You know, so we start giving it to those people that love us. And they keep trying to get away from us. That's why you ride it out, to get it out. You know, nothing good happens when you when you simply just store information and ruminate on it, going over and over and over again, and talking about it with somebody else who isn't a professional, who only got, has only understood as much as you understood about breakups. So when you're ruminating and ruminating and ruminating and ruminating, you're causing your very own suffering, you're causing your very own pain. It's uncomfortable for you. Really uncomfortable. I'm going to share. I'm going to share. I'm going to tell you a story. I remember a significant breakup in my life. I was in my mid-twenties. I remember this. This was this was quite interesting. It was a three-year relationship, the most toxic, most horrible relationship you could possibly imagine. And that's my exaggeration because that's my experience of it. And it probably wasn't the worst relationship in the world. But from my experience at the time, looking from a personal point of view, I, it was horrible. And I'd never want to go back to this time in my life. But when you're with somebody and you're quite toxic and you're, they're all toxic and everything's toxic, you think it's the only thing. And that's a lot of the time we don't recognise when we break up with somebody. We think we need them and actually they've actually released us. from. We've, we've released ourselves. We've been released, you know. I won't start singing Nina Simone. I've been released. But I remember this time and um, I kept on talking about this guy over and over and over and over again. And, you know, I and by talking about the whole situation, I was ruminating about it, I was thinking about it. It was the only thing that was on my mind. I had nothing else going on except for this situation. I was so stuck. It was so uncomfortable. And whoever I talked to would annoy me because I could see that I was annoying them. But it was as though they couldn't understand me. So I got frustrated with them and then put it on them that they weren't listening or they weren't being a good friend or they weren't they weren't helping me. And, and I thought that they were a bad person. And I was really, you know, and I could see they wanted to just get away from me, but I needed to talk it out. And I would sometimes pretend I didn't need to talk about it, but then I did. And I would get the subject to that place one way or another, you know. I was creating my own toxicity, you know, and um, it was just going on and on and on. It was, it was a self-perpetuating prophecy I was fulfilling that I was hurting. And so I was going to hurt some more. <laughs> I was going to make sure everybody felt the pain. And um, it wasn't until, <laughs> until, because when you do that, you start doing toxic stuff to yourself, about yourself, don't you? I remember doing that stupid stuff, stuff you would just sooner forget. And, you know, when you look back and go, did I really? Oh, Lord, save me. You know, things that you just wish that you didn't because you didn't allow yourself a different view you didn't give yourself a different perspective and you didn't allow yourself to heal. You were just trying to live on the edges of the hurt and then try to get back whatever it was that you thought you had, which actually wasn't that good in the first place. Let's just be fair. And um, I remember ringing up one of my friends. <laughs> and this was a friend of mine. Um, I never forget this guy. We worked in this place together. It was funny. I remember working for TV job shop in Bromley. It was a really crappy job. Anyway, I was working with him there and he became a really good friend of mine. And one day when I called him up and I was going to moan on about this, this guy I was with and he said, Desiree, 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 Desiree. Enough, he said to me. 
<laughs> he said, enough. I can't take anymore. I can't take anymore. If you call me in six months time about this same man, I'm just going to hang up the phone on you and don't call my number ever again. <laughs> I remember thinking, bloody hell, that was harsh. But he he had given me something I couldn't buy. He was making me take responsibility in a very harsh manner. But I was already being harsh to myself and I needed it. I'm not saying he was the best friend in the world. I haven't seen him for a long time. That's not the point. However, I needed to take responsibility. Because you've got to take responsibility and accept and create a pathway and take some steady steps towards something rather than away from something, you know. And I and I remember that conversation. I remember leaning on my kitchen counter with the phone at my ear and thinking, God, that was harsh. Why did he say that? I remember feeling quite like disgruntled by what he had said and I then I remember making that decision well I'm not going to talk to you again feeling a bit annoyed and upset and angry with him for basically telling me the truth and I knew it was the truth but I just wanted to pretend it wasn't and then I called up another friend about 40 minutes an hour later and she said something very similar I remember she groaned she gave this groan out like oh my god and I think and I remember thinking I don't want to be that person, (laughs) you know, and it was embarrassing, it was embarrassing, I remember having to look at myself and say, I can't do this to myself anymore, I can't do this to myself anymore, you know, I just can't do this to myself anymore, This, this is not helping me, you know, and that evening, when this guy walked through the door and all of the crap was about to start all over again, I, that was it, I said, can you just go, I remember being really calm about it, it was like saving myself. It was the most empowering, most beautiful moment ever. Because we had already broken up. And that's another thing we do. We break up and we do this nonsense hanging around. You just got to go. Just got to go and start dealing with yourself, you know. And that was a really, really, really poignant moment for me. Because I really got into who I am at that point. I started the journey of delivering myself to myself. You know, it was like I had a delivery for me and it's me. I had to start dealing with it. Really, really did. So my, my, my point is this. I was creating my very own suffering. The pain had already come and gone. I was now making myself suffer. And everyone around me. So on the write it out to get it out, releasing it, you give yourself a position you put yourself in a place where you're taking responsibility of how you feel and you're starting to recognize it because we often we avoid how we feel even when we're in a relationship so when a breakup happens you have an opportunity to face how you actually feel and by doing that you are taking responsibility of you you're owning you're taking ownership which is so powerful So the next step after that is self-compassion now that point is a whole different podcast on its own which so I won't go into that now but that will be the next stage after you're getting it out facing the discomfort because we often think that life is supposed to be easy and we're not supposed to cry and everything's supposed to be nice and happy that's a load of coddles waddle life is not supposed to be easy and life isn't necessarily supposed to be hard it's a mixture of the two so when you recognize that a tough place has hit you it's not about you thinking it's the worst thing in the whole wide world because it's not it's a bad thing that's happened which you can get through grow through you know growing through getting through it 
understanding yourself more, becoming more self-aware and allowing yourself to be a human being and recognising that you are just only human and there's nothing wrong with the hurt that you feel. Sometimes we feel it when we let go of people. You know, we're not supposed to be on our own singular. We are supposed to have a community of whoever it is that we have around us. So when somebody does leave that, no matter how toxic or great it was we end up recognising that we've got a loss. And when we have a loss, we feel like failure sometimes. When we think about the loss in the future, we think about the loss in the past, and we start to say to ourselves, oh my God, what am I going to do now? Well, you're going to write it out, that's what you're going to do now. So if you are listening to this, and you're going through a breakup, and you don't know what to do, you're going to write it out. Get that journal, write Start identifying how you feel. Recognise how you feel. You know, you've got to get through it. You've got to release yourself from your very own mental, emotional pain. You have to. Whether it is that you sing, or you write poetry, or you dance, or you, you know, whatever it is, you've got to get it out. You know, get your get into yourself. So you've got to get it out so you can get in. Because <laughs> there's no room for you while you've, for yourself, while you've got, all of those thoughts ruminating about the rejection and not being accepted. There's no room for you whatsoever. You're going to feel even more worse about yourself because you're not giving yourself a space. So understand how you are actually feeling. Are you angry? You know, and explain why. I'm angry because of this. Start owning your anger. Recognise where you feel it and where it was. Where Where is it in your body? Are you anxious? And what are you anxious about? Are you anxious about the future? Are you anxious about never meeting anybody again? Be honest with yourself and get it out because you store that information. Trust me, that rumination becomes toxic and you end up swallowing your very own poison that you create within your very own stomach, which is really horrible. It's like a regurgitation of the pain over and over again. You don't have to do that. That's suffering. Yeah, that's suffering. The pain is inevitable. The breakup has happened. The breaking up is happening. That's the pain. But all that other stuff is suffering. You don't have to suffer. And don't try and get under anybody in order to get over anybody. No such thing. It just doesn't work like that. You know, I mean, it just doesn't work. I mean, the laws of physics doesn't make no sense going to get under somebody to get over somebody Mm -mm. that's called i'm going to push my feelings down (laughs) i'm going to mask it i'm going to put up some wallpaper and pretend i'm all right (laughs) that's what it is that is exactly what it is it's putting up that veneer wallpaper looking at and making everything look lovely i got that analogy from my supervision the other day it's brilliant the veneer the beautiful colored wallpaper of all the beautiful pictures on it so you can put it up and then get under somebody because you want to get over somebody nonsense the cracks are still in the wall sooner or later the wallpaper is going to come down because the adhesive is not going to be able to stick to a cracked up wall and all the all the cracks and the mold and all the horrible stuff underneath it is going to shine through shine maybe is the wrong choice of word it's good it's going to come through the foundation is going to be cracked all that stuff it's going to look messy it's going to look murky not going to be positive so get it how are you feeling are you jealous maybe you are be honest with yourself it's you and your journal nobody else this way you save your your loved ones 
save them the misery of listening to you. They don't, they don't, you know, and if they say, how do you feel? You can be honest, say, Anthony, I don't feel really good. I'm getting it out. I'm writing it out in my journal because I don't want to bore you to death with how I feel because I don't want you to run away from me. <laughs> I don't want you to think, God, she's really boring me with this pain that she keeps going on about her breakup. Be honest, own it, own how you feel. Tell them the truth. And they'll, do you know what they'll say? Oh, no, you can talk to me. They mean it, but not completely. I'm just being honest. They don't want to hear all of it. They're going through their own problems that they're not telling you about. So save yourself the commissary. Save yourself the pain. You know, be kind. Be kind to yourself. Be real kind to yourself. Get it out. Compassion isn't always friendly for you. It's not always something that you do because you, you like it. Compassion is sometimes uncomfortable. Compassion is sometimes about doing a thing that isn't nice, but good for you. Yeah, it's like eating your vegetables. I hate Brussels sprouts. Somebody says they're good for you. I don't know. If they're on my plate, I'll I'll purposely eat it because it's a vegetable. I'm being compassionate to myself by getting it in my system, but I really don't like them. Sometimes compassion is that way. Especially if I, if I haven't had any veg for the day and those are the only ones available and I know I've got to eat it. Ew, gross Brussels sprouts. But compassionately, I can look after myself and eat it. And that's what you do. It's what you do when you write it out. Be compassionate. When your friends say, let's talk, don't hold any pity parties. God, no, don't do that. Journal it out. Write it out. Sing it out. You know, find a song and get in the shower and sing. Whatever it is, you know, get it through your system. It's... You will you will feel the the unhealthy negative emotions start to disappear, and then what will take its place? Healthy negative emotion. Yeah, you thought I was going to say positive. No, it's not about going from um a negative to a positive. It is a negative situation, which will eventually you will learn and learn and learn, and you will be able to feel healthily and positive again. But don't avoid the negative. Because if you do that, it just lingers and everything, it just takes longer, you know. It was like me when I get an injection and I see the needle and I start, you know, anticipating and jumping around and looking at the needle and getting all stressed because I don't want this injection. Whereas I just got to face the fact that it is going to hurt for a little bit. It's going to prick me. I'm gonna, not going to like it, but it's going to be over. That's the pain. The suffering is the bit when I'm stressing myself out before I get that injection. I am still like that with injections, you know. Gosh, I really got to get over it. So don't prolong your pain by avoiding it. You've got to face it. It's not about a miraculous transformation. It's about healthy development and growth. So that you don't repeat the same thing in the next relationship. There you go. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Because we all pick up bad habits. We all become toxic, you know. You want to be healthy for yourself so that you create your very own self-acceptance and to prove yourself. Hmm, wouldn't that be wonderful? And therefore, once you approve yourself, you have no need to be approved by anybody else without the need to be approved. You won't need to be approved. And you'll recognise that rejection is a part of life and does not mean that you are unlovable, not good enough or a failure. People reject us sometimes. That's okay. Easy for me to say right now, I know. But honestly, it is okay. Anyway, that concludes 
the second part of the Breakup Diaries. I hope you found it helpful. My name is Desiree Shaw. I'm a psychotherapist and I vlog and I podcast. You can go and check out my channel on YouTube, which has got a really cool name, Desiree Shaw. You can check out my website, which has really got another cool name. Really got another cool name, which is another, it's just these really, you know, DesireeShaw.com. It's amazing. Check out this podcast. I've got loads of stuff going on here. So if you want to understand how angry you are during your breakup and what the emotion is go and check out my earlier podcast which explain the emotions have a good old listen write it down explore it i'm on a mission to uh, change the world one thought at a time and make therapy accessible you can find me on my website thank you so much for listening bye for now